are listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. You will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival sermons from great preachers of the past. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Open your Bibles out to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Let me give a message tonight that I'm going to call, You Are Important. You Are Important. In 1 Corinthians 3 and down to verse, uh, excuse me, on 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 3, 1 Corinthians 15 3. For I delivered unto you first of all that which also I received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he arose in the third day, according to the Scripture, and the Scripture goes on in First Corinthians 15. I use that little text to start in my theme. I think that you are important. One by one, God knows you. God knows your name. He knows where you live. He knows your family. He knows all about you. God knows you. You're important. Now think of that. The eternal Heavenly Father... Knowing all of us, having an intimate knowledge of every part of our lives, God knows. And yet, my friend, in spite of all of our failures and weaknesses, God knows and God loves us. Isn't that amazing? God loves you. God loves me. God loves all of us. And we can rejoice in that. You are important. You're important regardless of your family you're important regardless of your bank account or your job. You're important regardless of your talents to do this or that or the other. You're important because you're God's child. And God loves you. And God wants to use you to send the gospel to many people everywhere. And he's doing it. And here in this great church, you have the combined effort of all of you coming together to do things for God's glory and for the winning of souls. Therefore, you support a school, training young men and young women to be in the work of Christ. Therefore, you support missions around the world, doing the job that ought to be done. And God said, I'll bless you. You're in my work. I want this to go on, and I'll rejoice in that. Now, you're important. You're important. Every one of you, no matter what you've done or what you haven't done, God loves you and God cares for you and you're important and God wants you to be at your best for Christ day by day and you're to live for Him every moment honoring Him by your life letting people see Jesus in you you men as you rise in the morning go to work you're going to work to walk before men and let them see what Christ can do you ladies in the home you people in the offices you're to so live your life that they're seeing what Christ can do and every moment you be conscious of it. I'm a child of God. And the child of God, I've got a heavy load upon me. I must bear the burden. And people must know that I love the Savior. I believe in Him. I'm following Him. I'm obeying His Word. Now, you're important. And rejoice in it. You're important. Christ said so. And you're important. You're important. And, he, and He's given His Word to us. That He's coming back again. And we will see him face to face. And we shall reign with him upon this earth. You're important. You're important. He walked among men. 
He gave him the power to do great miracles and to honor him. And you're important. You're important. And God has done his work through you and you can rejoice in all of it. And praise God for the place that you have in the work of our Savior doing the thing that God has said. Then you're important, my dear friend, for Christ is coming again. He loved you. He died for you on the cross. But he left and he said, I will come again. That's the work of God. That's the word of God. And God cannot lie. And God has given his promise and Jesus gave his word that he would come again and receive us unto himself. That where he is, we shall be also. And we can rejoice in that. And you're important. You're important. And that is it. Now you're important for God's given you a book. He's given you the Bible. This is God's holy word. And here is a church that stands like a great rock established on the, in faith in Christ and the whole church believing completely in the holy word of God. And you're important. You're important for you're honoring his book. This is God's book. And you're honoring that book in your teaching, your preaching, your working and living day by day. He's given us a book. Then he's given us more. He's given us the Holy Spirit. I believe the Bible. I believe that when one is saved... He receives the Holy Spirit. And from then on, his life is to, be, is to be directed by the indwelling Holy Spirit. And you're let him fill you and control your life. In filling your life, controlling your life, that you might witness to others and be a great power in bringing more people into the fa- family of God by your faith in Christ. You're important. You're important. You're the Holy Spirit. He's him, you're important. And he's given you all of the words that you need to guide you through the Holy Bible. Here is a guidebook for our lives and for all things. You're important. And he's given you this great opportunity of witnessing and telling people about him. You're important. For Christ said, I will come again and receive you unto myself. How important could you be? You're important. You're God's child. And for you, God, Christ is coming again. And you said, I will receive you unto myself, that where I am there, you may be also. You're important. Now, my friend, I want to be conscious of that. I never want to walk alone. I want to walk every day conscious of the presence of God. The Lord said, I'll be with you. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I'll be with you, and I'm not alone. He's walking by my side. He's in me by the Holy Spirit to guide me and to direct me and to empower me and to make me to be what he wants me to be. And you're to say, Lord, I want to do your will. Now, you're important. You're important. Now, you must keep that right before you. And the world is looking down upon you and watching you day by day. Man in the job, on the, on the, on the line of the work. Ladies, in your business, in the offices, wherever you may be working, you're important that you show forth Christ in your life. And they see Christ in you. And they're impressed. And they listen to the Word of God and come to Christ. Now you're important. Now, how can we be important? Number one, by living a holy life. Living a holy life. Living so that others can see Christ in you. I'm a child of the King, a child of the King. With Jesus, my Savior, I'm a child of the King. And I'm important. I'm to live humbly. Not proudly, but humbly, knowing my position. 
I'm a child of God. I've got a work to do. I've got a calling laid upon me. And I've got to honor Him in my life daily and living for Him. Don't live a shabby life. Don't live a life that you're ashamed to let it be known what you, how, how you're living. But live a life so that you can happily and joyfully and proudly stand up and say, I'm a child of God through faith in Christ. He's my Savior. I'm a member of the family of God. Don't be lukewarm. Don't be lukewarm. The Bible speaks out against those who are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold. But be on fire for Christ. Be sold out. Be wholehearted. Live with all of your heart and mind for Christ to be seen in you. And so live that others will know that you have a testimony for Christ. So I say, first of all, live nobly. Live nobly. Then live, secondly, live by the book. How should you live your life? Live nobly. But number two, live by the book. Here's the book of instructions. Think of the greatness of a heavenly Father who so loved us that He gave us a book that we can read and follow, that we can understand, and that will bless us and guide us. Live by the book. God will bless your great church. I watch it down through the years. I've known your pastor for a long time now. He worked for me for a while. But I've known him in all of the years. I've watched what the Word of God can do. The Word of God. Now live by the book. Live by the book. Read the Word. Uh, uh, honor the Word. And preach the Word. And teach the Word. And that's reading God bless you. And you've been given over to that all through the years. And hence you have crowds coming. And scores being saved throughout the years. And God will bless you in a mighty, mighty way. Live by the book. Are you uncertain about some things? Read your Bible. The Bible will show you what to do and what to say. Live by the book. Live by the book and say, Lord, I want to so live that others can see Christ in me. And my knowledge of Christ will bring humility. When I recognize that He is the King of my life, the Lord of my life, and I must be humble to say, Father, Thy will be done. Then no knowledge of, of the things of the Word of God will give respectability. And people will honor you as a man of God, as a woman of God, as a young man, a young woman of God, as you live for Him daily. Now, look at, look at your book. Look at the Word of God. Read the Word of God. Follow the Word of God. Live by the Holy Word of God. And let God bless you. Then the knowledge of all of these things that God will share will bring peace to your heart. And so many people lacking in peace. They're not happy. They're miserable. Hospitals are filled with them. The folks that are there don't know what's wrong, just something gone wrong, and the whole life is all out, out of shape. And they need to know the Word of God and living by the book. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not that the world give, give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus said it. Jesus said it. Live by the Word and live by the Word of God. Now, what have I said to you? Live a holy life. Live by the book, secondly. But put out a third thought. Live prayerfully. Live prayerfully. Prayer has a great part in our lives. Jesus said, If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. The Bible said, Pray without ceasing. And live a life of prayer. Men, women, young people, live a life of prayer. And honor God, live prayerfully. 
If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will in the world, and it shall be done unto you. In John 16, 15 and 7. And if God is honoring you, then you have all you need. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Praying to God and believing God for all things. You're important, you're important because you have peace. He said, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give unto you. But I give you peace. And you can have that. That's part of your life. And the God and God has done the great work of doing so many wonderful things for you. And your prayers have been answered. You're in this church, in your home, in all of your work, in your school, in all of it. God has answered prayers by the thousands. I prayed and God has blessed and God has used you. Now pray. Pray much. Pray much. I don't mean a prayer. Many folks wouldn't know him now like they once did and like I did. But that Jewish evangelist, Hyman Appleman. Many of you heard him, didn't you? I had Hyman with me a number of times. I prayed with him. I prayed with him when I felt so ashamed of myself I could not lift my head. When he agonized in prayer. And he called upon God to save souls and revive the church. And I prayed with him. I prayed with him. I watched his life. And what a man of prayer. I had a friend of mine down in Alabama named E. Floyd Olive. Came out of Nashville, down to Birmingham. But a man of prayer. He looked unto God for every need of his life. And many others I can mention who were great in that. So live prayerfully. Live a prayerful life. And in God be honored. Then I put another thought down. Live unselfishly. Live unselfishly. We have received blessings from God and we must give unto Him. And we should begin by living our lives for Him daily. Live a Christian life every day of the week. Every week of the year. Live so that others can see Christ in you. Live so that your life will be known as a Christian life. Live daily for the Lord. Live unselfishly. Think of those that you can help and those that need your help and seek to give help to them that they might prosper and go on. And he commands us that we should bring forth fruit and we can praise God through his ministry. He commands us to go and witness. That's unselfish unselfishly going out and giving the gospel to a lost and dying world. And God will use that and God will bless that. And we go and do what he said. He commands us to go. Then he commands us in the matter of tithing. Every Christian ought to be a tither. That's a minimum of giving. That's a minimum. But you ought to start there by being a tither. And God will bless you. I guarantee it. God will bless your, bless your home, bless your, your work, your, bless your family. If you'll simply put God first in all ways, He commands us to tithe. And He commands us to send the word, the word of God around the world. He commands us to be missionary. And we must be. We must be. We must follow the Spirit and do what God said and do the mission work that God has outlined for us around the world. So we're to live understanding it. Then we'll live expectantly. Jesus said, I will come again. And I'm going to be living my life every day expecting his return. He said, I'm coming. He couldn't lie. And one day he's coming. And when Jesus comes again, the dead in Christ shall be raised. That's the Bible. That's the Bible. The living in Christ will be changed and caught up. The dead will be raised to the resurrection. Amen. 
and we are together caught up in the presence of God, there to be forevermore. And you say, when's it going to happen? I don't know. That's not the important. That's in God's hand. If I can't trust God for that, I can't trust Him for anything. And I trust God for that. Now live expectantly, uh, looking for the return of Christ and knowing that He is coming again. Now we must face this. When He comes again, we're going to stand before the judgment seat. The judgment seat of Christ. I'm going to stand there. You're going to stand there and give an account of yourself. Have you served God faithfully? Have you given to, to God honestly? Have you been faithful in church attendance? Faithful in giving your tithe? Faithful in witnessing to others? Have you done the job and live expectantly, knowing that Christ is coming again and we shall see Him face to face? What a joy all of this means. And all of it is ours. Now I'm just recommending tonight that you'll take the promises of God and the book of God and bring it all up close to your heart and say, Lord, thank you, this is mine. You've given your promise. I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to fret. I'm going to trust God and know that God will be with me in every single hour. Now tonight, the invitation. If you're saved but not living for Christ as you should, I want you to walk the aisle and kneel at one of these altars and tell God, Lord, I'm giving my life to you. I trusted my soul to you. Now I want to give all my life to you. I want to make a surrender of my life. And if you have never been saved, then come tonight and say, I want Christ as my Savior. I want to know Christ is in my heart. The invitation. Now, this is what you can do. Live daily. Live daily. Your day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, every day. Then live by the Word of God. Then again, live prayerfully. Live prayerfully, praying about every need of your life. Then live unselfishly. Think of others as Christ did. Think unselfishly. And then live expectantly. He's coming again. I will come again and receive unto myself that where I am there you may be also. Now those are thoughts that I want to give you tonight. And you're important. God has given them to you and to me. Why? Because He loves us. For God so loved the world. And God has given us His promises that He'll be with us. He'll comfort us. He'll guide us. He'll strengthen us. God is, is, is given His word. His Son will come again. Christ is coming. We're going to live with Him forever. We're going to be in His presence. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. And you can follow the Christ. And God will have His way. These are just a few things that God impressed upon my heart to give to your heart tonight. Let your heart be real. Open your heart. Let God speak to you humbly and wholesomely and say, Lord, I want your will to be done. Let God have his way. Save your soul, lost friend. Come to Christ and be saved tonight. And Christian friend, make your life so up to the word of God and say, I want to be Christ-like in my life, in my attitude for the rest of my days. Thank you for listening to the Classic Sermons podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. To listen to many more powerful sermons, visit our website, PreachTheBible.org. If you enjoy Christian music and programming, visit knvbc.com for Christian music you can trust.